Yo, check it out. Thanks for checking out the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. (laughs) Then again, you probably already know that by now. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. There are a couple of places where you can subscribe to it. You can check it out on iTunes. Just search the 12 Kyle podcast. You can also subscribe on SoundCloud. Go to soundcloud.com backslash 12-Kyle. Spelled out, it's pretty simple. And if you own an Android or iPhone, which most of you do, (laughs) you can also subscribe via the Stitcher application. Uh, Just go to your application store on your phone, uh, download the Stitcher application for free, upload it, search the 12 Kyle podcast and you can listen at home or on the go it's just that simple right there via your cell phone so it's a lot of ways that you can stay subscribed and stay tuned in to what's going on over here all right so a couple of things I want to talk about today I guess the, the primary focus is I want to examine football um, and as many of you know uh, there's been a huge huge, huge discussion about uh, concussion. Um, Subsequently, the movie Concussion came out, and I'm going to talk briefly about that as well. Uh, I saw the movie. I thought the movie was incredible, but I'm not going to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's good. Um, Let me just give you my background. Uh, Football is, to me, um my first love it's just that simple uh, football is the first thing that I mean outside of my parents and my family football was the first thing as a young man that I fell in love with uh, so before a girl ever came into my life it was football uh, I played organized football from the age of eight years old all the way through college um, at uh, South Carolina State University so I played football, you know, pretty much all of my life, <laughs> especially my formative years. Um, and football became something that, one, I found out very early that I was good at, but I had a passion for it. And uh, what football did was it opened my eyes about the other talents that I had, but it also gave me uh to some degree a sense of identity at the time when I was younger because you get recognized as being a football player um but I I think the biggest one of the biggest things that I took from football was the ability to and the the drive to want to compete um I think there's a level of competition in every person for some people particularly athletes a lot of times the level of competition and to want even more competition is uh, a lot higher than most people. Um, doesn't mean that you're smarter or better or anything like that. You just you want to compete. And I think that was one of the things that I learned at an early age, probably roughly at about the age eight, that I wanted to compete. Now, for those of you who don't know me, um, when I started playing football, I was extremely small. I mean, like at eight years old, I had to... I think the weight limit was 60 pounds 
and my parents had to sign a waiver because I only weighed 50 pounds. They had signed a waiver basically saying that they would not <laughs> sue the city if I got hurt playing football. But I wanted to play. I, all my buddies were playing, and and I, like I said, I realized it was something I was good at. Um, but I, I love the game. Uh, and, and even to this day, I refer to football as my girlfriend. And um, it's always been a blessing to me. Uh, so I've had a chance to play the game and play at a high level. Uh, as I got older, I was able to coach, uh, coach my son Cameron's football team for six years. Um, and just an overall fan. I mean, like if a football game is on TV, I'm probably sitting down watching it. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's college, pro, um, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. If there's a game, I mean, whenever there's a game on, I'm watching. It doesn't necessarily matter. I mean, like it does matter who's playing, but I mean, because you have your favorite teams and, and things of that nature. But, um, but yeah, I, but just want to give you a background. So football is within me. Um, I will be the first to admit that you have to be a little bit. What's the word? Crazy to play football <laughs> you just have to be um because i don't think that anybody who has <clears throat> rationality will understand that you know football is a very dangerous and violent sport um it is it's a lot of competition but it's also collisions and i mean it's huge collisions on every single play I mean, every single play. It, it, it is a, um, I've heard people describe it as being in a car accident every 30 seconds. Um, for me, I was fortunate because the position that I played wide receiver, um, I was hitting people every play, but I wasn't necessarily getting hit every play, if that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't someone who, was necessarily going to take the brunt of a lot of punishment. So subsequently, uh, I did not have the, you know, kind of the, the the battle scars, if you will, that come with playing football. No, I got hurt. I had broken fingers and, and um, dislocated fingers and twisted ankles and sprained wrists and all of that other stuff. But there was never, you know, never anything made. I didn't tear an ACL or anything like that. So I really... Considering I played as long as I played through little league, through middle school, high school, college, to not have any significant injuries, and I wasn't somebody that rode the pine. I mean, I started, <laughs> so it wasn't. I mean, to, to just to give you an idea. So, um, I said that to say this: it's, it's not a um, it's not an easy game. It's a game that was extremely fun for me, and. I, it, I guess the best way that I can describe it, you put me on a football field, I'm in heaven. I mean, I really am. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place else that I can find the type of comfort that I find on a football field. Even if it's just at, even at this age that I am now, you put me on a football field. Uh, no, I'm too old to be out there uh, trying to tackle somebody or anything like that. But um, even if it's just playing toss with, with a kid or my child or, or anybody else, um, I enjoy it. I miss the, 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 the hot summers and the smell of the grass. I miss all of that stuff. I miss the locker room. I miss my teammates. 
Um, I mean, you miss all of it because there's there's so much stuff that goes into football that I, I really, I mean, I, if I sat here and told you about it all, it'd be a four-hour podcast, and I'm not doing a four-hour podcast. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to give you a breakdown of just me. I'm I am extremely uh, passionate about the game. I love the game, and the game has given me a lot. Um, it was because of the game of football as well as my edu- my, 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 my mind uh, that I was able to get an education you know from playing and being on scholarship um, <clears throat> so I'll say this much I, I've taken a lot football has given me a lot and I've taken a lot from football and I'd like to think that I've given a lot back to football uh, because you know football is one of those sports that you know what you put in you get out you know um, so it, it, it's very important to me. Um, as I mentioned at the top, uh, the movie Concussion came out uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think it was Christmas Day. And um, if you're an NFL fan, or you don't even necessarily have to be an NFL fan, but you know that the NFL is taking steps to um, preserve players, if you will, uh, in their concussion protocol. Uh it's a little bit deeper than that. I think the NFL, while they are making strides, uh, the movie Concussion basically uh, it kind of exposes the NFL for what they had done for years, and that is neglect its players as well as you know kind of just patch them up and not really giving them the full medical attention that they would need for a uh, you know when they had to because even back in the day they didn't I mean 10 15 years ago they didn't call it I mean like you would really have to get knocked the hell out for them to diagnose you as having a concussion it would just be you know the old saying was you got your bell rung you got your bell rung you shake it off come over to the sideline get some smelling sauce and you're back in the game um but really what you have what that person has received is a concussion now what is a concussion because a lot of people throw the word concussion around and don't know what it means a concussion is a traumatic brain injury it causes temporary loss of brain functions concussions can be you know they can cause physical damage they can cause cognitive damage uh, they can mess with your emotions. Um, so it can do a lot. And you have to keep in mind that your brain is, you only get one brain, right? So there's really not much you can do. And there are helmets that are, that you know, that their technology has, has come about and, and it's been there to kind of protect the helmets and to protect, you know, the players and things of that nature. And I'm going to get into that in just a second. But um, just, you know, most people don't even know what a concussion is. Now, the movie Concussion is about Dr. Bennett Amalu. Um, <clears throat> he was a forensic pathologist. Um, he's played by Will Smith, um, who did a phenomenal acting job. I think he should win an Oscar for this job. Um, Dr. Amalu was doing an autopsy for uh, <clears throat> Hall of Fame center from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Webster. Uh, when he came across, uh, and Mike had died, I think, of a heart attack. Um, he was doing an autopsy on Mike Webster's brain, 
and he discovered a neurological disorder called CTE, and that's the abbreviation for Chronic Traumatic Encephalopathy. I think I pronounced that right. <laughs> um, so the movie basically centers around his discovery of the disease. He, you know, uh, published his findings, and then he basically went to battle with the NFL. Um, I think one of the things that and and I, like I said, I will give the NFL credit for, you know, making concessions and trying to protect, excuse me, protect today's players. But I say that with a caveat because I think the NFL has been culpable for so many years that right now with these lawsuits that they have going against them, the NFL is trying to save their tails. Let's don't get it twisted. I mean, the NFL is big business and here's the thing folks when you play football you understand that there are risks involved there was never a time that I put on a helmet that I put on my cleats that I didn't that I that I knew that I couldn't get hurt yeah there's there's always you always run the risk of getting hurt um to be honest I never worried about getting a concussion never and I mean I played in the 90s I didn't I didn't care about getting a concussion I, I, it's, it, to be honest, it's not something that I even thought about. Um, and, you know, as, as a player, you worry about, you know, your knees or you worry about getting a wrist broken or something like that. You ain't worry about no concussions. I mean, because it, I'm not going to say it didn't happen, but it was just, it, that was on any level. There were no, the, the focus just wasn't there on that. Um, and I think you have to, it, given the fact that I coached, Use sports. I think you have to, and, and and there's been a trickle. I will give the NFL credit as well because their findings and their research and their result and their resolve has made them has made it be a trickle down effect because uh, it's now focusing college and it's also focusing youth football. It, it was it became a big focus just as I was leaving youth football, coaching my son just a few years ago, and um, you know it. it, it it was, and I'll give you an example, like just some simple things as to how we teach kids how to tackle. And that's another thing too, that I think the, where the NFL has kind of lost this way and where football has lost this way is that, I mean, I'll give you an example. You got a receiver going across the middle, balls in the air. He goes to catch it. The safety comes up. The safety hits the receiver, but he's not trying to tackle him. He's trying to knock his ass out. And that was different from when I was coming up. When I was growing up in in the years, and even as I was watching football as a child, the objective was to tackle a guy. Yeah, you were going to hit him hard, but you were going to hit him hard and you were going to tackle him. And the premise wasn't to knock him out. And I think football, we got away from that for so long. And, you know, kids saw it and they saw all these videos. And I remember seeing videos and, the NFL, and shame on the NFL because the NFL actually made profit off of these bone jarring hit videos and stuff like that. I mean, so it was so everybody was in on it. And I think some of the fundamentals went away. But I think if you start with youth sports, teaching kids how to hit, how to tackle, how to block, I think you can help prevent some injuries. Um, I don't necessarily know that you can 
help prevent concussions. Um, and here's why. The brain is, and, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm gonna give you a little science here, but I'm not <laughs> by any means I know a lot about science. The brain is surrounded by uh, fluid. So when you have a concussion, your, your brain shifts in that fluid. Uh, and, and if you watch the movie Concussion, Dr. Benadamalu gives a, 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 a great um, demonstration as to what actually happens when you have a concussion. Um, but here's the thing. You have that and you can, and, and there's been a lot of great technology as far as helmets are concerned, but there's nothing, the, the helmet protects your head. There's nothing that protects your brain. So while the helmet is there to protect a person's head, there's nothing there. I mean, it's just, and when I say head, I'm talking about the skull. So it protects the skull, but what's inside the skull is your brain. There's nothing that can. And so when you're hitting someone and you, you're getting these bone jarring hits, your brain is, is moving around and shifting and is, you know, you, you're causing more trauma to the brain. And it makes me wonder, are we really, in a way, killing ourselves? And I never really thought about it until, you know, here recently, like, and I'm not saying that people should quit playing football. I'm not saying that at all, because football is a, it's a violent sport. It's an entertaining sport and, and people aren't going to stop. And that, that was the thing that I think, like, I read some reviews prior to the movie and these, you know, the suits at the NFL and, and NFL people were like, oh, they're trying to take away our game. This movie's trying to kill our game. It's not, the movie's not trying to, what the movie does is give you education and that's all that you can get and that's all that you should want to get from the movie is being you're educated as to what the NFL didn't do and you're educated about what the risks are it's just like if you pick up a pack of cigarettes there's a warning label on the back of the cigarettes that says smoking these cigarettes are hazardous to your health period now that doesn't deter a lot of people from smoking cigarettes. They still do it anyway. And I think that's the same thing that has to happen with football. You, you have, as long as you have the knowledge, because as I mentioned earlier, we played and there was risk involved, but no one said, Hey, you know, if you keep taking these shots to the head, you, you could, you could end up with dementia, early stages of Alzheimer's having suicidal thoughts and all of this is a byproduct of years and years or not even years but just multiple concussions everything that i just mentioned right and that's very detailed in in the movie um also another great documentary to see along with this movie is a documentary that was on pbs a few years ago called league of denial very very good very very good i think you would enjoy especially if you enjoyed concussion very eye-opening um so, again, no helmet can protect you from the serious and brain or neck injuries, including paralysis or death. To avoid these risks, the only way that you can really avoid the risk is don't play football. And I'm not telling him when not to play football, but you have to understand the risk that involved. And I think that's the thing that even the most casual fans 
who didn't even see this movie, that's what they take from this. Oh, they're trying to take away the game. They're trying to kill the game. In 30 years, there won't be... No, that, that, that. Shut up. You're only interested... If you sound like that, you're only interested in, in it because it's you. Take it from someone who played the game. And... and <laughs> And again, I played on a high level. I played for a long time. I didn't play in the NFL. I can only imagine what these players go through on a day-to-day who are having these issues. The same guys that we root for every Sunday, 10, 15, 20 years from now, some of them are going to be in bad shape. And I don't mean financially. I mean cognitively. I remember seeing a documentary on... Um, this football player and he was like the man back in like the late 70s, early, early, early 70s, mid 70s. And like right now he's almost like a vegetable. Like he's, he, his wife has to, you know, feed him and change his clothes. And I mean, like he has, he has very little cognitive. I mean, like it's almost like she's raising a child again and he's, in his late 60s, 70s, I guess, you know, it's, and that's scary because those blows to the head playing football did that. And he, and the thing is, is that the NFL didn't, I don't know if they purposely hid the information or not, but they, they weren't forthright with their information. And, and, and there's been studies on this for years. Um, so again, with the helmets, there's, there's nothing that you can do. I mean, there's just nothing that you can do. You are battering, hitting someone for three straight hours. Three straight hours of a football game. It's, there's no way that you can protect yourself. Um, the thing that I would advise anyone um, is to make sure that you have all the information. Uh, I have three sons, uh, two of which played football. Uh, neither of them are playing football now. If they came to me tomorrow and said, Dad, I want to play. <sighs> as much as I love the game and as much as I love football, as much as football has done for me, I, 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 I would have a hard time letting them play because I, I know the risks that are involved and and I think I and I knew the risk back then but it, things are just so different now and and again I've I'm only three years excuse me three years removed from coaching my son at Little League football so he's about to enter into high school if he comes to me and says hey I want to play high school football I, I'd probably say no I'm, I'm almost certain I'd say no. It's just, it's just too much involved. And, and here's the thing. I can help you heal and I can help you deal with a broken leg. I can help you deal with a broken arm. I can help you deal with a torn ACL. You get a concussion or multiple concussions, that could affect you cognitively down the road and I can't deal with that. I can't let that happen under my watch because my as a parent I'm supposed to protect my children um, and I know that sounds kind of hypocritical because I played the game and I'm going to be honest with you I, I really feel when I, when I hear these stories I feel like I got away you know I, I feel like I played the game and I escaped you know the major stuff 
Uh, yeah, when I wake up sometimes, you know, knees pop, ankles pop, you know, fingers, you know, my fingers are, are always, I've, I've jammed and dislocated a couple of fingers. So, you know, in the wintertime, they stiffen up a little bit. I'm not in any pain. There, there are people who, there are guys who played football and played at a high level and played in the NFL who actually have to take medication just to function throughout the day. That's never been 12, Kyle. Never. And that ain't ever going to be me. But I feel fortunate that I didn't have to do that. Now, you know, you have to ask yourself, you know, is it is it worth it? Um, you know, for, for these guys who played and even some of the guys that we watch, all of the guys that we watch every, every Sunday, you know, they're making millions and millions of dollars, most of them. And, you know, they could be cutting off years of their lives or years of their quality of life. And I guess the question is, is is it really worth it? Some say, hey, I'll do it again. Some say there's no chance in LA do it again. Um, The only thing I would tell people is, like I said, just to make sure that you get the information that you need if you are looking to either play or have your child play. Um, Because education is the best way to start because if you don't if you're not educated on everything then you're going into it blinded and you can't go into playing a violent yet beautiful sport like football blindly uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break come back um got a hall of fame is going to talk to us about a little something and some things and and i'll give you my take on what he has to say we'll be back in just a second I was a middle linebacker. My job was to hit people. And in the process of hitting people, you know, when you hit someone, they felt it. But then I also felt it. (laughs) I can remember hitting a blocking sled. Now, I'm not hitting anyone else. I'm hitting a stationary blocking sled. And And I'm hitting it with such force that when I hit it, and I lift up on it, and then I recoil off of it, and then, you know, I see stars. And so with that, that's a concussion. Or, um, you know, this is a case that I've spoken about at, at length, hitting John Reagan's down in RFK, and we're like two diesel trains colliding. And I get up. I go back to the huddle. I'm standing in the huddle. I'm holding hands with the guy, with my teammates. I look over at Bill Belichick, and he's flashing in the signal, which is a defense that is very common. And I look at him, and I can't determine what it is. And so I hit my head to get him to flash it again. He flashes it again. I still don't understand. The Redskins are breaking the huddle. And so my teammate sees that I'm not calling the signal. And so he calls the signal for me. I stay in and I play. By the time we leave the field, I'm okay now. But during the course of me standing there and holding their hand, everything fades to black just for a moment. I squeeze their hand and I guess my blood is circulating a bit more. And I sort of come to, and but I'm not at a point where I can recognize exactly what's going on, but I continue to play. 
So, I mean, you go from, you know, those are the things that happen with, with me. And those are things that I'm aware of. You get dinged or you got your bell rung. Um, you just blew it off. Not only did you blow it off, you didn't even tell people about it. Because it was, it was one of those things that you just sort of played through. Because you were a warrior, you were trained to, you know, suck it up and go. And, you know, that was it. And you, you just played. It's your body that you give up for playing the game. And people come, they buy their beer, hot dogs and everything, popcorn, they cheer. They don't know the shit that you have to go through long after the game is over. I talked about leasing out the body. That's what the NFL is. That's what professional football is all about. It leases out your body. It uses you to a certain degree. It's like leasing a car. When you turn that car in at the end of that lease, you know, the tires might be bald. You have all these scratches and dents and all that stuff. God forbid what's, what's happening under the hood. And so with football players, you know, you see the obvious blemishes. You see the knees and the ankles and the shoulders and all of that stuff. But when you open the hood, what's there? When you open the brain, what's there? What kind of damage has been sustained there? And just like that, we're back. Um, coming out of the break, you just heard a uh, some audio from Pro Football Hall of Famer. Uh, this guy played for the New York Giants uh, for 13 years. Uh, like I said, legendary Hall of Fame career, Super Bowl champion, uh, <laughs> the father of the Gatorade dunk. Um, he has a list of accomplishments, but I'm not going to read them all to you. Uh, that was the voice of Harry Carson, uh, pro football Hall of Famer Harry Carson, who, more importantly to me, he's my uncle. Um, he is uh, he is the first person, obviously, that I ever heard mention anything about concussions. I remember it was back right right around maybe 1990, 1990 when I was just about to graduate from high school and um, he was diagnosed with post-concussion syndrome um, and I remember my mom telling us well yeah your uncle's going to call, he's going to talk to you about you know post-concussion syndrome he's going to talk to you about, no she didn't seem to say post-concussion syndrome, she said your uncle's going to call you later and he's going to talk to you about um you know, some things that are going on with him. And I remember him calling and I remember we talked about it, but I mean, to be honest, it is, like I said, it was like 1990. It flew over my head. Like, I didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, no, you my uncle, man. You, <laughs> I see you on TV, you're talking and you sound fine. Um, and I think he's been labeled or diagnosed as having mild post-concussion. Like he doesn't have the issues that a lot other you know a lot of his other contemporaries have but I mean he's had the you know the issues with headaches and, and, and you know I don't know if it's necessarily been depression but I mean he even mentioned in his book about you know thoughts of suicide at one point when he was playing you know just having issues uh, he's fine uh, and if you see him he's in great shape he still looks like he plays football um you know, but I think listening to him talk and then when he was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2006, 
he made a comment that really kind of struck with me. He said, uh, you know, the NFL should do a better job of taking care of its players. Uh, he was one of the first, if not the first former player that I heard speak about uh, concussions and, you know, things of that nature. And I, I found it to be very uh, surprising because he had the platform and he used it to talk about, you know, his fellow men. Um, anyway, fast forward to today, uh, you know, like I said, he's doing fine. He's, he's very much an advocate and speaks about, you know, uh, concussions. He's not in it, not a part of any of the lawsuits against the NFL. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that I took away from, I and mean, I always take away from our conversations is that, uh, he always maintains that if he had to do it all over again, he would never play football. And that's mind-boggling when you think about it because he was able to gain a lot from playing football. Um, I don't I, I, Football doesn't define him, though. He, he's, he's his own man. Um, and if you know him, you, <laughs> you definitely would know that. But, um, yeah, so I, I, I'm very surprised. Well, not surprised, but I'm... It's. I think it's, that's a shock to a lot of people that he said that, you know, I mean, he made money. He, like I said, got fame, notoriety. He's a Hall of Famer. Um, he's done very well for himself post-NFL. Uh, um, and, you know, but he said if he had to do it all over again, he wouldn't. Uh, now, to his credit, he's never told me, hey, don't let your sons play football. Uh, he's basically told me the same thing he's told everybody else. You have to, that's something you have to decide as a parent. Now, what he did do <laughs> was that he said that his grandson, my little cousin, uh, would not play football. And he's not playing football at all. So when your grandfather says you can't play, you can't play. Um, but I think he makes some great points in that, you know, we as fans, all we see is what we see on Sundays or Mondays. Um, and we root, we really, really care about the name on the front of the jersey. Mm, name on the back of the jersey, not as much. I mean, think about it. Like, think about, like, who your favorite player is right now. Or think about who your favorite player was 20 years ago if you're my age. You, you, you know, you, you're not really checking for them. You're not, you, you don't necessarily care how they feel or, or what they're going through on a day-to-day because you don't know them. We, you know, we, we probably have more access to athletes now than we did ever before. But, you know, guys from my uncle's era, you know, they played the game. They played for the love of the game. They, you know, didn't necessarily make a lot of money, um, relatively speaking, compared to what they make now. But it's a sign of the times. But... You know, they played and they played and they they were warriors and they did it. And the NFL had data and the NFL ignored a lot of, you know, players who were reaching out and and crying out for help. Because a lot of these guys were in bad shape when it was all said and done. But the NFL, on to the next one. It's on to the next one. It's it's a business. And, And people will constantly tell you that it's a business. So when my uncle said I would, he, he wouldn't do it, I believe him. I believe him. And it, it made me think about my own mortality and, and, and how I feel and where I view myself as far as, and it, again, this is something that I love. It, it, go back to what I said at the top. You know, this is my first love. Like, 
football is it. Like I, I will, <laughs> outside of my family, football probably comes a, a, a very close second. And at one point, for a long point, long point in time, football was first in my life. First. I mean, football, football might have been ahead of God at one point in my, <laughs> which is crazy. But um, you know, I, I just hearing him talk makes me think about what would I do if I had to do it all over again. And again, I feel like I, I got through and I escaped. Like I played the game, I played it the right way, play. I, I, I left it all on the field, and I got so much away from. I got so much from football. But then there's a small part of me that feels like I got away with something. Like maybe I should have been one of those guys that are banged up. And for the most part, you know, the guys that I played ball with, my college teammates, you know, guys, at least they see they appear to be in good shape. Nobody's, you know, I don't know of, of anybody having any cognitive issues. Um, you know, but it's would I have done it all over? I don't know. I, I really don't have an answer. And that is a question that's kind of stayed with me for you know it's been that I've, since I've been, since I've seen Concussion the movie, um, I, I really can't answer that question uh, because again this is something that I love. And a lot of, you know, a lot of guys play, people play football for different reasons. Some guys play for the women. Some guys play for the money. Some guys play for the competition. I play for the love. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I really, really couldn't answer that question if I wanted to. Um, I'll leave you with this. And this is a quote from Dr. Amalu. And, I, and, and it goes back to what we talked about a little earlier as far as youth football. Now, Dr. Malu feels like people should wait as far as kids playing football. And his quote reads, It is our moral duty as a society to protect the most vulnerable of us. The human brain becomes fully de developed at about 18 to 25 years old. We should wait for our children to grow up, be provided with the information and education on the risk of play, and let them make their own decisions. No adult, no parent, no coach should be allowed to make this potentially life-altering decision for a child. So if you were in your you were in your shoes and your child is in their shoes and they said, Mom, Dad, I want to play football, what are you gonna say? Ponder that thought. Again, thanks for checking out the podcast, and I'm going to holler at you guys next time. Peace.